There's been much public discussion about services for the elderly and disabled. In her maiden policy address, Chief Executive Carrie Lamb said the government was ready to allocate more resources to elderly care. However, the pressure on carers is often overlooked and many of them do not come forward for public help and assistance and are put off by long queues for these services. It's not uncommon for family members to look after elderly family members at home, even though they may have little experience in such care. Money Talk Extra listener Laura is looking after her parents and grandparents at home, and she told Jimmy Lamb about her situation. Um, morning, Laura. So I understand you have a few elders at home um, to take care. So could you describe the uh, situation for us? Oh, sure. I'm the only child at home. I need to take care of my parents and my grandparents. I think to some degree they are financially dependent on me. And how old are them uh, right now? Uh, they are uh, both over 60s and are in retirement stage. And they have no income from work anymore, so they rely on their savings. And my dad looks at a stock market every day, trying to make some money there. Is he successful? Or sometimes yes, or sometimes no. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And my grandma moved to our home recently, like a few months ago, because she had an accident, and my mom decided to bring her over. So it's more convenient to take care of her. Right, and um, what does that um, imply for you financially? Um, financially, implication is I know my mom is spending a lot of money and time to take care of my grandma. For example, because my grandma cannot walk so well after that accident, so my mom will take her to the hospital, to the physio, to the specialist by taxi. Therefore, I know she has to spend more money ever since my grandma moved here. And by how much money um, does it uh, cost you extra? I guess it costs around nine thousand dollar for a month, mainly come, uh, mainly coming from doctor fee and the and the medicine. And my mom pays everything for it. So because of that, I increased my pocket money. So I gave it to my parents by a few thousand, from around five thousand to eight thousand each month. Hope I can do my part because I still can afford for it. Okay, well, so you're very kind. Let's try to help you. How about your family? But uh, does that pose any um, challenges to you or your family's life? I think the biggest challenging is ever since our grandma moved over. There are a lot of arguments in the family, mainly from my dad and my mom. My dad thinks my mom is spending too much money on grandma. So he thinks my mom should ask her brother, sister to share the bill. But so far, they only come to visit without paying any money. So they have uh, sacrificed their time, but not money. Yeah, <laughs> and my dad is also spending some money to take care of my another grandma who lives a long way away in the new territories. Oh, so that's her mom. That's, that's yeah, his, yeah, yeah. His mom. His mom. His mom. His mom. Right, right. So both my parents with no income are spending a couple of thousand each month to support my two grandmas and and also because my grandma sometimes will cook some soup herself she sometimes forgets to turn off the fire or forgets to turn off the tap or flush the toilet she seems to be very forgetful of things she has that diseases of forgetting things 
I don't know uh, the English name. Right. Oh, I guess it's called uh, Alzheimer's oh, yeah, 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 disease. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. that's yeah. right. Okay. And because my dad is staying in his room watching the stock market, and my mom may go downstairs to buy some, and so sometimes it can be a bit dangerous at home. Right. Okay. Um, I totally understand that. And uh, so, have you or your family thought of um, getting some help from others uh, in terms of taking care of your grandma because she needs some help on a daily routine? Oh, you mean hire helper? Right. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> because my grandma used to live with my uncle before the accident, he has already tried to hire a helper to help take care. But my grandma is very reluctant to receive help from the helper. She. Always blames and shouts at the helper. So because of that, he decided not to hire the helper anymore. So maybe a bit of uh, dignity or not yeah. so willing to mm-hmm. let strangers to take care of her. <laughs> yeah. And actually, we have also thought of the elderly home, but we have heard of the bad service from them, and the food, the toilet, the living conditions are not as good as home. So we rule out the idea of sending our grandma to elderly home. You just heard there from our listener Laura talking about some of the difficulties she faces taking care of her parents and grandparents at home. Jimmy Lam went to speak to social worker Rachel Chu. In Laura's case, um, she has increased the amount of money uh, she pays to her parents on a monthly basis uh, because of her grandma you know, moving into her home um, and the need to be uh, taken care of. So, what? How important do you think it's uh, for Laura to um, find her other family members or relatives to offload some of her financial burden? Yeah, it is very important to take off some of the financial burden that Laura is having, and I don't think it is fair for Laura to do her part of contributing more money to take care of her grandma, and the relatives do not contribute as much. So of course, each person or each family's financial condition may be different. For some, it may be tough even to cover the basic living needs. But I still think everyone should do their part to make certain contribution. Right. So, for example, even it's not the quantity. Like somebody can give one thousand, somebody can give yeah. a few more thousands, but it's based on their situation. Exactly. Yeah. And I heard from Laura that her grandma used to live with her uncle, but now her grandma is living in Laura's home. And I think people should not underestimate the amount of stress and the amount of money for the carer who lives together with the elderly. Just like there is a Chinese saying, you must know it. Mm. It says, "It is easy to meet each other, but difficult to live together." Right. That's that's true. <laughs> yeah. So I would advise her or Laura's parents to initiate a family meeting. In the meeting, it can be a meal gathering for somebody's birthday, but before the meeting, simply set up a meeting agenda. Just a simple one would be okay, and explicitly state the purpose of the meeting, and asking each family member how much money they can actually pay each month for their grandma, and set also a monthly deadline for them to transfer money to the bank account. And you may think it is stressful to talk about money among family members, but it is only going to help grandma and, most importantly, help Laura as well. Right, that's true, and it's you know it's very important to mention the action item. Like when everybody yeah. talks about, I'll give that, but you don't have the account or 
next step, right? Yes. And uh, I and I guess uh, financial inequality in terms of um, contribution to grandma, it's a uh, source of argument uh, which can help because uh, Laura mentioned her parents are having some arguments because of that. So I guess that would resolve that issue as well. Right. Yes, definitely. Giving uh, Laura's parents, both her dad and her mom, needs to take care of their own parents. And therefore, I would advise both of them to go through the same family meeting to ensure all brothers and sisters share the mental and the financial responsibility. And about some external help, there is uh, help out there if they need some outsider to help. For example, say the Jockey Club. They have a project called the Jockey Club End of Life Community Care Project. Um, although you may think the, the word end of life does not sound very good, and it actually offers a lot of good advice and a lot of professional knowledge on how to take care of elderly who may have chronic disease. And apart from knowledge, they also have social workers to work with both the carer and the elderly on how to improve the communication as well. Right, and I guess that uh, echoes the point that uh, Laura's uncle mentioned because she, uh, her grandma is quite reluctant to receive some help from outside, uh, um, so maybe some communication skills can help. Yeah, I think that would uh, definitely help. And because oftentimes both the elderly and the carer are under a lot of stress and may get very emotional, like what Laura mentioned. And when her grandma was very reluctant to receive help from a domestic helper, so the scheme can help resolve those issues. And it is a good opportunity to mingle with other carers who are going through the same or similar situation to form a stronger bond or to give emotional support to each other, which can definitely help Laura and her family. That was registered social worker Rachel Chu.